When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Believe in the Blacklist, our season nine discussion episode. So, if you are not caught up through season nine of the Blacklist, you need to turn this video off right now. We're joining you live this morning on Saturday morning to talk about the events of season nine, and we're really excited to do that. But first of all, the chat is open. So, if you want to get in the discussion, do that by jumping in the chat right now we're really excited to talk about season nine and kind of the events that have happened so far and what we think can happen moving forward in season nine and will there be a season 10 so we're going to be talking all about that but before we even get started in that first if you're not subscribed already to our youtube channel hit that subscribe button right now hit the notification bell and give this video a huge thumbs up and we would greatly appreciate that all right let's just let's just without hesitation, dive in to what has been going on in Season 9 of The Blacklist. And uh, also, Season 9 will is set to return February 25th. It's moving from a Thursday night to Friday night. So uh, just kind of see how that how that works out for The Blacklist, if it increases the number of views and, and how that all works out. But like I mentioned, it's going to be moving from Thursday night to Friday night, and it'll come back on February 25th. So we're excited for that to come back after the Winter Olympics. All right, let's just start uh, with – What's going on with Harold Cooper? And I guess the question that I want to ask, and, and uh, like I said, if you're if you're watching, jump in the chat. Who is framing Harold Cooper? Uh, there's a lot of theories and thoughts out there about this. Uh, some people think it's maybe Charlene, his wife. That doesn't seem likely to me. Some people say it's Reddington, maybe so he can have uh, custody of, of Agnes. But uh, I feel like if Reddington really wanted Agnes, he'd just take her. So that doesn't seem like it's very possible. Plus, you got to consider the fact that that Reddington and Cooper are really close friends. So uh, I, I just don't feel like uh, Reddington would do that to Cooper because I feel like they have a longstanding relationship. And uh, I think I think Reddington is a loyal person and uh, he's proven that throughout the entire series. So I just don't see where that would be the case. Uh, is it Cynthia Pennebaker? There's a lot of theories out there floating around Cynthia Pennebaker right now on on both what's going on with Cooper and what happened with Van Dyke uh, and Liz. So uh, Pennebaker's somebody that's possible. I don't feel like she is the one. So 
who is it? Who is this person responsible for framing Harold Cooper? Uh, like I said, the chat is open. If you have a thought or a theory on this, jump in the chat and let me know who you think is setting up Harold Cooper. This is something that looks like it's going to be going on for, you know, maybe the remainder of this season or at least up uh, several more episodes. So uh, I'm excited to kind of see where this goes. Uh, Cooper seems to be in a lot of trouble right now. So uh, I don't know if he's ever going to ask for help. That's the thing. Uh, Cooper has yet to ask for any assistance uh, with this matter. I mean, he, he's got his little buddy that seems a little uh, shady. If you ask me, I'm not sure he may be, he maybe he is the guy who is setting up Cooper and all this, but that might, that just seems a little too obvious uh, for television in my opinion. Uh, so I don't feel like it's that guy. Uh, his name is, is is slipping me right now. But uh, there's a lot going on right now. And and I guess you could ask the question, the person responsible for framing Cooper, is this person also responsible for uh, Van Dyke finding Liz that night, the day that she was shot and killed? Uh, could they be connected to Townsend, Townsend somehow? So there's a lot of twists and turns in this show, and I think that's what makes it so fantastic. I think that's what brings the viewers back is is all the crazy theories that somebody can have, and uh, it just makes it a lot of fun to discuss that. So uh, we're going we're looking at what or who is framing Harold Cooper, and what is their motive. And like I said, it looks like this is something that's going to drag on for for a, for a long period of time. And you know, the Blacklist has been a show that really solves things rather quickly other than the the reddington situation but uh they they move quickly uh between these little uh side pieces in the in the show uh but the the cooper thing seems to be going to be holding on pretty strong for a little while so uh that's something to look forward to uh here in season nine uh is there anything else for those watching jump in the chat i would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on on what's going on in season nine of the blacklist and what you think is going to be happening happening moving forward so uh there's a lot to dissect here um you know i had to i had to give the warning out about spoilers uh when i started this episode because we have a lot of viewers and listeners uh, of our show uh that are really First, they're, they're just now getting caught up. They're just now in season three or four of the blacklist. So I got to be careful with what I what I say. And I got to make sure I put those, you know, spoiler alert out because there's a lot of new viewers of the blacklist that are not, you know, uh, grandfathered into this this television show. So uh, actually, I have, a, I have a close friend who just now got into the show just a few weeks back. And he texted me last night about uh, what happened with Liz in season three uh, when she fakes her death. So. Uh, it's, it's uh, crazy things have happened throughout this entire uh, series and it's a lot of fun. And season nine is starting to feel more like the blacklist. You know, there was a lot of uncertainty going into season nine because Liz, uh, was killed there at the end of season eight. So how would the show move on? How would, how would the writers of the, of the show, uh, you know, maintain the, the root of the show or the, the foundation of the show? without one of the foundational characters. So uh, it's very interesting how they've done it so far. I would say season nine has been a little bit of an up and down season from a, uh, you know, true blacklist form standpoint. But I feel like the last two episodes have really been solid. And I think that the the traje trajectory of season nine is, is up. I think they're doing a fantastic job. I thought the last episode before the winter or before the break, before the Olympics was, you know, one of my favorite episodes in the last couple of years, if, if I'm just being honest. And um, I, I really enjoyed it. I think the the situation with Dembe and Red, I'm glad they resolved their conflict 
as quickly as they did because uh, Red and Dembe being at odds is not fun to me because Red and Dembe are like one. I mean, they are they are brothers. And um, I, I didn't like the fact that they were kind of butting heads, and I'm glad that they've kind of come back to a uh, where they can at least work together and, and be uh, peaceful about it. So I'm glad that got resolved rather quickly. Uh, and uh, I, I, w- I would like to ask uh, y- you guys, you know, whether you're watching live, you can jump in the chat, or if you're going back and watching this uh, – you know, on YouTube later on, uh, just jump in the comments. What do you, what do you think about Dembe being in the FBI? Do you think that's even really plausible? I know this is a TV show, but I mean, the guy worked for the most notorious criminal for the last 30 years, or I know he didn't work with him for 30 years, but he worked with him for 15 or 20 years. And he just all of a sudden can work with the FBI. I know Cooper pulled some strings, but that just doesn't seem very likely. And, uh, that that's a little bit of a head scratcher to me, but, um, nevertheless, uh, I love Dembe the character. I'm glad he had a little bit of a spotlight episode because uh, I think I think Hasham is is a very underrated actor. And and the truth is this this show and one thing that has sustained this show, obviously James Spader. James Spader to me is 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 one of the greatest actors of all time. I believe that Raymond Reddington is one of the greatest TV characters of all time. You can make the argument he is the greatest television character of all time, and but they've surrounded him with phenomenal actors. Uh, Harry Lennox is incredible. Uh, Hisham is incredible. Diego is fantastic. Even though some of the writing for Diego has been, you know, kind of a roller coaster. Uh, but there is Aram is, is fantastic. It's just, the show is just filled with incredible characters and actors. And that that's why it's sustained for, uh, we're working on nine seasons and, you know, from everything I am hearing, from the rumor mill and all that, I, I think there's going to be a season 10. So uh, this, this is a show that's going to go on for a decade. And uh, it's uh, obviously a lot of it has to do with James Spader and the way he has portrayed Raymond Reddington. But uh, you got to give the other cast members credit uh, where credit is due because they are all phenomenal. And every time they have been giving, you know, a kind of spotlight episode, they have all delivered. So uh, just a fantastic show. And I'm I'm so happy to be here and have the opportunity to, to discuss it with you, uh, some fellow fans, because uh, this is a this is kind of an out for a real life situation. So you get to talk about something that's not real, but something that we all love and enjoy. So thank you for, for tuning in on that part of it. Uh, now I want to kind of shift our focus a little bit. If nobody has anything else to add in the chat about Cooper, I want to shift the focus to how did Van Dyke find Liz? You know, for the last couple of episodes, Red thought that Dembe was just off his game. He had let his guard down and uh, allowed Van Dyke to get close. Well, come to find out, it was not Van Dyke that that was able to locate them. That's why Dembe didn't recognize who was taking the pictures. So how did Van Dyke find Liz and kill her? Uh, there's a lot of different theories floating around out there. If you have a theory that you're just really tied down to, like I said, jump in the chat or jump in the comment section. If you're watching after the live stream and tell me who you think is responsible for allowing Van Dyke to find Liz. So, uh, my biggest theory who I think it could be, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of 50, 50 on if I even want this to be true or not. And that's Marvin Gerard. Uh, if, if you remember back in season eight, uh, Red uh, wrongfully uh, mistreated Marvin Gerard and tortured him because he thought that he had betrayed Red to work for Liz. So 
uh, obviously Marvin might be and feel a little uh, uh, bad towards Red right now, and he's always made his thoughts known that he doesn't didn't think that Liz was uh, not only qualified but you know should have been the heir of Reddington's empire. So next in line would have been Dembe. Dembe all along, uh, we would know that he does not want to run Red's empire. Uh, he was just there for Red. Uh, and so next in line would have been Marvin Gerard, and he could have had this massive criminal empire. So to me, it looks like they're laying it out to where Marvin Gerard has kind of betrayed Red and led to Liz's death. So uh, if that happened, uh, that that is that is obviously the biggest betrayal that Red has suffered, you know, since this show has been on air for nine seasons. So. Uh, like I said, I would love to hear everyone's theories. I and I think that's what makes our show a little bit different uh, than than some of the other Blacklist podcasts. And and I love all the all the Blacklist podcasts. I mean, the Blacklist Exposed is fantastic. There used to be another one I listened to. I can't think of the name of it, but I always enjoy them because I love to hear about the show and what everybody thinks. But uh, I don't want to tell you that my what my theory is, and then tell you that you're wrong for thinking something else. So I'm never going to do that. That's not who I am. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion and theory. It's just a TV show for crying out loud. So I'm never going to just, you know, pound you in the head for thinking one thing while I think something else. So uh, to me, if I feel like Marvin Gerard uh, is the most likely uh, suspect here for, for kind of betraying Red and leading Van Dyke uh, to kill Liz. But the only problem and the only hole in that theory is that uh, – Dembe would have noticed Marvin Gerard too. So if it wasn't Marvin Gerard directly, then maybe he had somebody else doing the legwork for him. So there's a lot to dissect there. Uh, obviously, we'll we'll find out eventually. But uh, I would love to hear what everyone thinks on on that matter because um, that that is something that I was not expecting to happen. I thought that, and and I'm kind of it's kind of strange how they're keeping Liz still a part of the show without Liz being in the show. Because we thought, well, she's dead. It's over with. Red's in mourning. Now he's trying to move on and catch these other blacklisters. But now these new leaves keep turning over. And we're finding out more and more that it's not just as cut and dry that Van Dyke happened to find Liz and Reddington killed her. It's that somebody has led Van Dyke there. And is that is why Liz is no longer with us. So... There's the, the writers are doing something that is outside of the box, which is something that the blacklist writers have always done. And uh, I love it. I'm here for it. And I think it's a great way to send us to the back half of season nine. So I think what do we have 12, 13 more episodes of, of this season? So I'm really excited to see how this show moves on uh, the rest of this season. And obviously I'm excited for the announcement of season 10. I really believe, that there's going to be a season 10. I think they want to get to 200 plus episodes of this show. And I think it does good enough uh, on NBC. It's still got, I mean, it's solid numbers for a show that, that doesn't get a, a great time or, or night spot. Uh, it still has pretty solid numbers on Netflix. It's, it's one of the best shows on Netflix. 
so I, I think I think it, it would be a smart move to continue this because everybody loves James Spader. There's not one person in this world. They may think he's a little eccentric, he's a little odd, but there's not a person in this world that doesn't love the acting of James Spader. So uh, I, I think they would be smart to renew for a season 10. I think there's still a lot of story to tell. Uh and and we're going to talk about something here before we wrap wrap this this live stream up unless the chat just starts booming. Uh, and like I mentioned, if you're if you're watching live, please jump in the chat. I would love to hear your thoughts and opinion on what we've been talking about this morning. So uh, and like I said, if you're watching after the live stream, please jump in the comment section and let us know all your thoughts and theories for season nine. I'm really excited about what's coming up in the back half of this season. I think this show has a chance to take off and be, you know, the blacklist of old and just be as incredible as it's been for the last, you know, eight or nine years. So I'm excited about that. But one last thing that I want to talk about, and excuse me a second, I got to take a drink of water. But I'm super excited about the uh, the back half of this season. But one thing I want to talk about uh, before we wrap this episode up is – uh, there's still some two things I want to talk about. Excuse me. There's there's still some people that are doubting, are wondering if Liz is actually dead. Uh, so if you're watching in the chat live or if you're watching after the live stream, jump in the comment section and tell me, is Liz dead? Why for yes, in for no? And if you want to expand on that answer or your thoughts or, or your opinions on that, you know, feel free to do that as well. Uh, I, for one, think she is dead. I don't see any way around the fact that she would have faked her death because she was so uh, gung-ho on being there for Agnes. Why would she fake her death? She has no reason to fake her death, especially, I mean, how would she get Van Dyke to uh, to kill her to or to fake kill her? I mean, he worked for Townsend. Townsend wanted both Liz and Red dead. So I, I, I don't think that's possible. Uh are probable. I think it's possible. I don't think it's probable. And uh, and another thing I want to talk about is who Red is. Now, look if 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 you're in the Red Arena camp, that's fine. Uh, I for one am not in the Red Arena camp. Uh, I, I, maybe at the end of season eight, it started. You know, I I started getting that fifty fifty mindset on that, but. The further we get along into season nine, uh, the more I'm believing that he is not red or he is not Katarina. So I, I'm just I, I know this is really the the theme of the show. The main plot of the show is who is Reddington, and you know I, I don't have an answer for who he is. Uh, obviously, it's possible that he is Katarina um, because it is a TV show. Now, it, to me, what doesn't make sense is. Katarina was, you know, five six and a real petite woman. Red is five ten, a broad built man. Uh, that just doesn't happen because you 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 have a sex change. Uh, so I, from that standpoint, especially when when it would have been done in the nineties. So I, I just I don't feel like the science backs it up. Uh, I don't think it's realistic from from a from a time stamp point because of all this would have been happening in the nineties. And I just don't feel like the, the technology was there for that. And it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me from that. And, and, and if he really loved Liz and was her, her mother, why wouldn't he just tell her? So I just don't feel like that is the most, the, the, I don't think that's the answer. Uh, there's people that are in the, uh, 
uh, the Lisington camp where he just he was in love with her, you know, romantically. Uh, that is certainly a possibility, even though the, the, the big age difference is there. That's certainly a possibility. Uh, but I, I don't know who he is, um, but I do know I know one thing. He loved Liz. And regardless of who he is, he didn't want anything to happen to her. And it was his life's mission to keep her safe. And he failed at that. And now in season nine, we start out with with how he is dealing with her death. And he's he's depressed. I mean, there's no way around. it. He's depressed. You know, he shaved his head, living like a monk. Um, and it just it, it was really it was kind of sad to see him in that state. And now he's starting to slowly and slowly build back up into the old Reddington where he's he's fearless and uh, aggressive, but tactful. So I'm excited about what Reddington is going to do in the back half of this season. And regardless of who he is, and this is why I keep watching the show and why I don't try to discredit anybody's theory, because does it I'm really in the camp. I want to know who he is, but I don't have to know if you get where I'm going, because regardless of who he is, we all know that he loved Liz and that his mission was to protect her and keep her safe. And now his mission is to protect Agnes and to keep her safe. And you can tell that there's a real love for Agnes. So uh, how they develop that relationship moving forward in season nine and beyond is going to be really interesting. And I can't wait to see how that works out, but I'm not going to, keep everybody too much longer we've gone about 20 minutes and and uh you know the chat nobody's in the chat right now so i don't feel any need to just continue rambling on for for a period of time but i really appreciate those who watch live um hopefully we can do a couple of these each season uh maybe we can do another one when season nine ends and we can have a big you know big show then maybe bring some guests on to kind of talk about the events of season nine but i really appreciate everybody watching uh, i had a lot of fun doing this and uh you know this is really just a hobby for me uh, i have about three or four side jobs that i do plus i have a full-time job and uh, so i stay busy sorry i can't deliver as much content as i would like to or as maybe as much as you would like for me to but i do my best and i love doing this and, and this show is something that has been a part of my life ever since it premiered back in 2013 and i've been hooked you can ask my wife. I may be obsessive about it, but it is what it is. And I really appreciate everybody joining along in this ride on Believe in the Blacklist. And if you're not already, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Leave us a five-star written review uh, there on Apple Podcast. And like I said, on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you hit that notification bell. Give us a thumbs up, and we would greatly appreciate that, that guys. I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. I appreciate everybody joining us. Y'all take care, and I can't wait for Season 9 to get back going here in a couple weeks. See y'all next time.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.